0: Good afternoon. Today's message is called The Storms of Life. We're going to read from Matthew chapter 8, verse 23 through 27. And when he was entered into the ship, his disciples followed him. And behold, there arose a great tempest in the sea, insomuch that the ship was covered with the waves. But he was asleep, and his disciples came to him and awoke him, saying, Lord, save us, we perish. And he said unto them, Why are you fearful, O ye of little faith? Then he arose and rebuked the wind and the sea, and there was a great calm. But the men marveled, saying, What manner of man is this? that even the winds and the sea obey him. This is the word of the Lord. May the hearer of the word get edified and uplifted through this message of storms. Storms come and storms go. Sometimes Jesus sends us into the storm without him, but he promised to never leave us nor forsake him. Sometimes we are sent into the storm to realize we need to be strengthened. We need our faith to be tested. We need to learn to depend on Jesus Christ himself. Sometimes Jesus will go in the storm with you to remind you that you are not in the storm alone. Storms are times of troubles. Storms are times of where we are seeing the weakness of our lives. We depend on God when everything is going good or when things are going bad, that's when our faith gets tested. Romans eight twenty eight says that all things work together for the good of those who love the Lord, for those who are called according to his purpose. Sometimes the plan for God is to take us into the storm to strengthen our faith, to show us that we need to depend on him because he is there. Jesus was in the boat with them as they was in the storm. He was asleep. He was not worried. He was not confused. He was not fearful. He was asleep, knowing that he was going to get to the other side, and so was they. But they got scared. They had fear because they seen the waters coming into the boat. They figured that they was going to drown. They woke Jesus. Asking Jesus, was he not able to stop it? Did he not understand that they was going to perish? Jesus got up and told the storm, peace, be still. What Jesus was showing in this parable, in this scriptures, was that we have to find peace in the storm. That peace is what God says, those whose mind stays on God, stays in perfect peace. Even in the storms and in the waves of life, we can't see Jesus, we can't feel Jesus, and we wonder why is Jesus taking us into this storm, not realizing he's in the storm with us. The scripture says that God promised to never leave us nor forsaken us. Jesus said, in this world you will have tribulations, but be of good courage, for I have overcome the world. He never said the world was going to be easy. He never said that trials and tribulations would not come, but that we was to stand on faith, standing on the word of God, reminding ourselves of what the scripture says, that he would never leave us nor forsaken us. As I sit at the water, watching the waves boister across the water, it reminds me of this storm that they were in but we ought to understand that our faith is what's most important to God. We are to walk by faith and not by sight, calling those things that be not as though they already are. So while you're going through the storms of life, wondering why, always know that Jesus is there to protect you, Jesus is there to strengthen you. Do not focus on the storm. When Jesus was walking on the water, And he looked into the boat and he saw Peter. Peter said, Lord, bid me to come to you. He knew who Jesus was, but he asked Jesus to give him the strength to come to him in the storm. He stood out of the boat. He had to stand before he walked. Then he walked on water, just as Jesus walked on water. But his focus was on Jesus. But as soon as he saw the winds and the waves and the boistering, he started to sink. Jesus reached out his hand and grabbed his hand and said, Oh, ye of little faith. We have to understand that if Jesus has bidden us to take ourselves through this storm, if Jesus has allowed us to come into this storm, he is telling us, focus on me. Keep your eyes on me. That on the problems that are your faces. Not on the trials and tribulations of life, but to keep your eyes and your mind and your heart on Jesus, knowing that this too shall pass. There are times in our lives, brothers and sisters, that we will have to go through a storm. We will either be in the beginning of a storm, in the middle of the storm, or on our way out of the storm. But the storm is there for a reason. The storm has not been brought to us for an unprofitable reason. Even sometimes the devil will stand up like he did. And Luke, he told Jesus that he wanted Peter. Jesus did not stop the devil from getting to Peter. He told Peter that he should not lose his faith. And when he has returned to strengthen his brethren, Sometimes we fail to understand that Jesus will take us or allow us to be where the enemy has us, but he's there to get the devil out of us that he may put more of himself in us. Remember, he told Peter, when you have returned, not if. He said, I have already prayed for you that your faith will not fail you in this situation because he knew what he had already had Peter to do when he asked Peter, who do you say I am? Peter said, you are the Christ, the son of the living God. Jesus' reply to Peter was, flesh and blood has not revealed this to you, but my Father who is in heaven. So he had already had a calling on his life. He had already been chosen, but he knew that Peter had too much of Peter in him. Brothers and sisters, there's times in our lives That in the storms, we find out just where our faith is. We find out where our weaknesses are. Remember the scripture when the man said, I believe, but help my unbelief. We have to be honest and tell Jesus when we are being shaken. We have to tell Jesus to help our unbelief. We have to ask Jesus to give us the strength and the endurance. But he tells us to go through. You may be going through a wilderness. You may be going through a storm. You may be, maybe even going through a valley, but all these dark areas is where God does his best work. Remember in Genesis, it says that he said, let there be light. He said, night and day, this is the first day. A lot of things get done in the darkness of our life. We see it as a darkness, but the Lord says, weeping may endure through the night, but joy comes in the morning. Your season of mourning is coming, but it will not come until Jesus knows that you are ready, that you are prepared, that you have been transformed, that there is a change of your heart. Some of us are getting prepared for ministries that are bigger than us, and Jesus knows that our faith is going to be tested and the level of we're going into. And at times, we have to go through these preparations of darkness, of storms of wildernesses, of valleys, in order to be prepared for that day. For Jesus said, my hour has not yet come. But when his hour had come, he took his disciples and he said, wait here with me and watch. And when he went away and fell on his knees and said, Father, if this cup could pass me, let it go. But nevertheless, not my will, but thy will be done. It said that the, that the Spirit came to, to strengthen him and minister to him in that time of weakness. When he came back to the disciples, they were asleep. He told them, the Spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. He was giving them an example of what to do when they came into the darkness of their life. That when they was going to reach these arenas of their life, as we too shall reach them, that we are to focus on him, to ask what are we to learn in this storm? What are we to learn in this wilderness? What are we to learn in this valley? So brothers and sisters, embrace the pain, embrace the sorrow, embrace the trial, for this is how God does his work to strengthen us in the weaknesses of our life. And remember, he promised in his word and his word cannot return void. He said, I will never leave you nor you." Forsaking you. The Lord is understandable in his word when he says, your ways are not my ways, nor your thoughts, my thoughts. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways. He also made it clear that we are to remind him of his word, for he watches his word to make sure it performs what he's called it to do. God will not take you out of the trial, of the storm, of the wilderness, of the valley, of the trial, of the pain, of the sorrow, until he has completed what he has started inside of you. The Bible says, he who has begun a good work in you will complete it until the day of Jesus Christ. So please be encouraged, be not dismayed, for this too shall pass. Heavenly Father, we thank you, Father God, for the storms, the valleys, the wildernesses, and the trials and tribulations that come into our life to transform us into the children of light that you have called us to be, giving us eyes to see, ears to hear, and a heart to receive what thus says the Lord. Give us the strength and the perseverance and the endurance to endure while we go through. For when we reach the other side, Heavenly Father, we will be the new creation that you are constantly creating in us. Storms and valleys, they will always come, but there is a purpose in them. You said that you know the plans that you think toward us, plans to give us peace and hope, not to give us evil, to give us an expected outcome. And then we will come and pray to you, and you will hear us, and we will be found by you when we search with you for our whole, with our whole heart. This is what you're calling us to do. Be ye encouraged that from this word, may it help you, may it strengthen you, may it encourage you, and may you reach back into the Bible and find the scriptures that you need to see to help you through the storm, through the wilderness, and through the valley. This is Pastor Ronnie from Saved by Grace Ministries. God bless you. God keep you. God heal you. God encourage you.